Hello and welcome everyone to the Fate of the Union podcast, a weekly review of the biggest issues in national politics given from a conservative perspective. The show will also periodically address current true crime cases from across the country. If you like what you hear, please hit subscribe and leave a review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, let's talk about the fate of the Union. To start off here, you know, I'll introduce you. This is Donna Campbell. Uh, she's an artist and has been doing uh, some really fantastic work uh, that displays both the president and the first lady uh, in action over the last few years. So, Donna, why don't you first uh, go over what kind of inspired you to start depicting the president and the first lady and what kind of scenes were you looking for to display them? I know you have them um, here walking hand in hand in one of your pieces, but I guess what was the inspiration behind starting to display the the president and the first lady uh, in your work? Well, I'm just going to tell you that I've been an artist for all of my life, and um, I, I raised my children... Um, as a portrait artist, and that was pretty exciting because I could stay at home with my children and paint and commission portraiture. So I went many years doing a lot of children's portraits, which morphed into some adult portraits and morphed into some commissioned works that um, I've done over the years. But Truly, the portrait is my heart. I just really get get excited um, working on a face. So I, my, our youngest, um, Christiani Allen, was a junior in high school, and uh, the high school encouraged her to do some community service. So Ani learned that uh, during his campaign that. Donald Trump would be in Richmond, Virginia, speaking at the convention center, and she wanted to go. So she went, and uh, she went with a, uh, a mission to determine for herself who he was as a candidate. And before the evening was out, she had an interview to meet with his local office to wow. volunteer her time so i didn't i didn't know if you knew that yeah no that's uh that's very impressive i know that she's had uh quite a career already from what it from what well, it sounds she, like um she really has yeah. yeah so so going forward what did you i know there's at least one scene here depicted of, of the president and the first lady um I think it was going down Pennsylvania Avenue. Um, mm -hmm. What what stuck out to you about that particular scene? Because it it looks like it obviously came across as a really you know powerful photo of of the president and the first lady. But what stuck out to you about that scene to want to depict that in one of your paintings? Well, I um, I am from a very small town in western Pennsylvania, and mm -hmm. that's where I grew up. So 
However, you know, I've, I've spent my adult life here in, in Richmond, Virginia, but I do know that when the economy tanked and the steel and the, the coal and all of that left the Pittsburgh area, I know that those communities just never recovered. Right. And so with a heart for my hometown, who at one time was the Coke, and I say C-O-K-E, the Coke capital of the world, mm-hmm. um, the, the beautiful stained glass windows in the Victorian homes in my hometown really do um, show that it was a boom town at one time. And, and of course, all that is just so very gone. So when President, or when Donald Trump came on the scene with a heart for the common um, worker, the, the blue collar worker, the um, everyday man and woman struggling to make it in, in the economy that we had during the Obama um, presidency, I knew he was somebody special. And so I can tell you that when I created that painting of uh, newly elected President Trump with the First Lady walking down Pennsylvania Avenue and the marching band behind him and the magazines bouncing up and down with balloons going into the air, I knew (laughs) that's exactly how I felt about his presidency. Right, right. We, you know, we were, we were in the crowds. We were, we were just celebrating that, that somebody who understood what it was like to work hard and be able to maintain, um, our homes are and have a life to enjoy hard work and um we knew that he understood that i i just i just feel that in my heart that he understands that right so certainly i was in the crowd bouncing bobbing one of those magazines up and down <laughs> and I, I'm, I was there. You know, yeah. I like to say that we Trumpers were there, whether we were physically there or we were there in spirit. Right, right. And I, I see here that actually, is it true that you were, were actually present when, when the president signed your painting? Is that true? I was. You know, for a second I forgot that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That sounds pretty incredible. So, Oh my, you know, I am, I am so focused on my responsibility that when that came up, all of a sudden I, I wondered like, okay, I've got to put a lot into place to be able to go up there. And then the second thought came, well, what would I tell my grandchildren if I didn't go? Right. You know, in other words, what else could matter? <laughs> I was invited into, <laughs> into the White House to meet the President of the United States, to be inside the Oval Office. Uh, it's just a memory I will cherish for my lifetime. Sure, absolutely. Absolutely, that's that's amazing. So, 
going forward from from your perspective now obviously we're into october we got just about a month left here until election day 2020 uh how do you think things have been going and how do you think things are going to continue to go down the home stretch obviously we got the news of president trump's diagnosis with the virus but we're starting to hear some relatively positive things i know i saw this morning he was up and about, at least, um, you know, bopping around and and starting to look like his his usual self. So that's definitely good news. Uh, where do you see us going here uh, in the conservative side of things and, and President Trump supporters? What do you think we have in store for the last month leading up to the election from your perspective? Well, I know that any Trump supporter will not let this be a deterrent. Mm-hmm. We are praying for the president, and we, are, we, we know that he's going to be well. Um, this is not a deterrent for any Trump supporter. We know that President Trump is the man of, of our time, for our country, for the values that we, we hold so dear. He is the man who has supported um, our our Christian values. He's upheld them with a great price. And he is willing to say that we are one nation under God. And he is willing to say that the life of the, the unborn and the born are sacred and precious and that we are created in the image of god he is willing to say that our history matters because that's how we got here and um so i i am not deterred mm-hmm. um i am not deterred at all and i have a little story about my um, license expiring and how I called the voter, um, the, the office, the local voters office. I, I can't think of the right term, but, um, I, I said, Oh my goodness, you know, DMV, you have to make an appointment. And my appointment is not until November 30th. I want to be sure I can vote. Sure. And so I was, I was panicked for a moment because this year, my license will come, well, it, it came up due for a new picture, which because of the pandemic, I could not just walk in and get, I had to set up an appointment. So my appointment is not until November 30th, mm. but she assured me that there would be no problem and I could vote. Franklin, may I tell you what it was like walking into the Oval Office? Yeah, absolutely. We'd love to hear that. Okay, so I've been a Christian for, um, you know, for for all of my adult life, way back into my early teens, and um, I've raised my family in church, and I know that that's what makes our country strong. Mm -hmm. We are a praying nation, and... Um, so anyway, you know, just all my fuss about what am I going to wear? <laughs> what am I going to say? Right. And how all that just overtook me because it, it really did happen kind of 
fast. Mm-hmm. And of course, there were all these checks that I had to submit some information. And um, again, my license was expired. So of course, the, the, you know, as a country, we all know there are things like that happening. That was not the issue at all. Um, so, uh, and we waited all day. So I was able to go and be with my daughter and Rudy Giuliani all day. So it was just so wonderful for me as a mom to sit across from the two of them and watch her work alongside of him and to be there at the Willard Hotel and uh, his security car picked me up. And, you know, I I went right back to, um, oh, my goodness, it's, it's almost uh, 98 degrees, whatever it was in DC that day. And I said to the driver driving, um, I said, you know, when we get to the Willard hotel, I would really like to take the painting inside so that we don't have to worry about it being in the heat. Mm -hmm. And the driver said to me, Oh, Oh no, ma'am, you don't have to worry. When I transport the mayor, the car stays running, and I stay with the car 24-7. So right <laughs> then and there, I knew everything was going to be okay. Yeah. So uh, so we got to, we waited all day, my appointment with the president. I can't even believe I'm saying it. I still yeah. can't believe I'm saying it. Yeah. It was for 6.30. And so uh, after spending a wonderful day with the two of them, we arrived at the White House gate and had to, to go through that check. And then we had to go through a gatehouse check. So now we have the painting in tow. And of course, we moved through the gatehouse security check. But the painting was left behind because there was some snafu about um, the painting. It wasn't clear that the painting would come into close proximity of the president. Mm-hmm. So um, Rudy Giuliani's um, son, Andrew, was there with us, and he said, you know, he said, why don't you all go on, and I'm just going to wait for the painting. So we were told that the painting had to be um, inspected by the dogs. Um, it had to be x-rayed, and then uh, it would be permitted to, to go to the president. Mm-hmm. So from there, we we went and did, you know, the COVID check, and we were sitting in the West Wing, and the painting did not come. Oh, no. And I just, <laughs> I, just I just remember this sinking feeling like, oh, we've gone to so much trouble. Right. And and then I remember this other feeling like, how how important could this possibly be? for the president. And, you know, it's getting later in the evening. It's now about 7.20. And and I just thought, oh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we've come so far. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. The mayor did go up. He had a meeting with the president. And um, Andrew Giuliani, he was just a wonderful um, friend to, to me and to all of us that day did produce the painting about 7.20, and he said that we could all go up into, uh, upstairs, um, there was like a waiting area, and so now we were all up there, and 
know, we were just kind of chit-chatting and looking at the paintings on the, the wall. And, I, you know, I was just glad to be there. Yeah, of course. Well, I, and then they told us that we could, we could go on in to Molly's office, which is President Trump's assistant. And so, so then she caught me off guard because she said, ladies, um, you'll need to leave your purses here. So all of a sudden I remember that my pens for the president to sign the painting were inside my purse. And the mayor, Mayor Rudy Giuliani, and I agreed on either the blue pen or the red pen. So I'm starting to fumble now in this little purse. And there was nothing in that little purse, but I couldn't find the pen. So now I'm feeling just a little bit, um, I guess, um, scattered. <laughs> and so finally I just said, yeah, hold on, I'm, on I'm the so phone. sorry, I, I really can't find the pen because she's saying to me, the president is waiting. So and um, my daughter is kind of pushing me and and. I walk into the Oval Office without the pens, and I walked in into the Oval Office, and Franklin, I knew, I knew the presence of God was there. You know, when you're not expecting something, and it just comes over you, and you know it's authentic because you weren't looking for it, you weren't expecting it, and it shows up. Yeah. And that's what happened. Well, that sounds like obviously an uh, incredible story, and and you know not only is the artwork itself uh, amazing and and captures a lot of special moments from the first four years of what we're obviously hoping and are confident will be eight years of President Trump's presidency, but obviously some pretty incredible stories to go with it, and like you said, ones that you'll always remember so that's obviously makes it even more special um again for those of you listening to fate of the union right now we have donna campbell on the line for an interview regarding her art and her meeting and being able to get a personal signature from president trump on that artwork and donna before we let you go what's the best way to to follow you and to keep up to date on your art and your current projects. Where can they find all that info? Okay. Well, uh, thepatriotcafe.com. We have the prints available, and um, we have two different limited editions available. We have the 18 by 24, and we have the 12 by 16. So both of those can be... um, purchased on that website. My website is DonnaCampbellAllen.com and I can be reached that way. Okay, great, great. So I'll leave uh, some more information and all that uh, links and website information, all that good stuff in the description of this episode. Uh, Donna, on behalf of everyone who works on the show, and I'm sure all the listeners who will be listening this week. Thank you so much for your time today. Oh, you're so welcome, Franklin. Thank you for having me. You're very and a welcome. Happy Sunday to all. <laughs> you too. Have a great one. Okay. Bye bye now. Bye.